0: Hey everyone, welcome to MBA Agents.
1: Do you wonder about your career path after MBA? Are you excited yet worried about working in the US? If so, we're here for you. MBA Agents guides you through the crazy MBA world to the workplace by sharing Asian MBA graduate vivid stories and tips. Are you ready? Let's get it! Hey guys, welcome
0: back to the show. I'm Jacob and I'm Jay. So today we invite Yoongi Lee on our show. So he, gra- he graduated from Duke Fuqua MBA in 2019, and now he is a senior financial analyst at uh, 10X Genomics. It's a healthcare startup based in California. So let's welcome Yoongi. Hi Yoongi. Hi
2: Jacob and Jay. How's it going? Great, thank you. How about you guys?
1: We're doing great. We're- uh, finally, Michigan got a spring semester. Spring temperature. So last yesterday, me and Jacob, uh, we we just played together. We just played frisbee. So, uh, let's talk about you a little bit more. So, could you a little bit share about yourself, like where you're from and what did you do before you came to US?
2: Yeah. Um. Before dive in, I just wanted to say uh, thank you, um, to you all because I feel really humbled because I know there are a lot of prominent MBA grads out there. So I'm really happy to share my journey and um, work experience. Um, Okay, so um, I think many of you must have asked the same kind of questions to your Korean friends specifically, like, um, which part of Korea are you from? And what did you do before coming to US? And uh, it must sound like a cliche, but don't get disappointed. My answer would be um, really similar to your other fellow Koreans. So um, your answer is, I'm from South Korea, and I'm, uh, I used to work for Samsung. So I know, Jay, you're also Korean. So how about your answer?
1: <laughs> that's, a, that's a good opening of today's episodes. My answer, like, you know, I guess many Koreans really have a similar answers. But I'm not from Seoul. I'm from Busan, which is second biggest city in Korea. Anyway, let's, let's focus on you more because our audience not interested me, but interested you. So I'm, I'm curious of your background because you worked in Samsung Biologics, which is a biotech company. And also you decide to work at 10x Genomics, which is also a biotech company. Can I ask what brought you into the biotech industry?
2: Okay, so um, I wanted to work for an industry where it can uh, really have a great impact on people's lives. so I think um, the most important thing is to just being on the same boat together with other uh, currently connectors, and previously um, my coworkers at Samsung Biologics. I'm nowhere near rocket science, but I believe my work efforts and my suffering during working hours will ultimately help improve patients' lives and address immediate needs
0: absolutely that's a really really great um, motivation and I think that's really important to have your own north star so that you can always follow your heart and then do things that you like and that's how that's what makes you like keep motivating and working on um, the stuff that it's, um, it's matter to you so so I think that's really important so um I wanted to talk a little bit more about this company, the 10X, uh, you're currently uh, in. Because um, this is a startup, and I think most of our audience, um, which is international students, they're probably never heard of this company. So if you can tell us more about this company, what do they do, Um, and then so that we can kind of, you know, learn about this company.
2: Yeah, sure thing. Um, Before digging in, I got to bring this disclaimer up front. So what I speak to you and share with you here is solely based on my personal view. And mm-hmm. I'm not representing my company here, uh, just to be clear. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, when I first applied to this company, it used to be a startup. Um, but now it's a public company. So um, let me just briefly illustrate what this company is. Um, 10x Genomics is a um, developer of Genomics Platform. The company offers an end to end solution, including the processing, analysis, and visualization of human genes. Um, So, 10x is really facilitating fundamental discoveries in many therapeutic areas you could think of. So, immunology, neuroscience, oncology, and others. And the 10x in the name, um, this refers to the company's focus on great unknown opportunities uh, with the greatest potential um, in this. industry
0: yeah um so so you said it was a startup but now it's uh it's a public uh company does right. that make your work any different from you know being working a stop startup now uh, working for a uh, listed company
2: yeah basically what i'm doing on a daily basis feels like the same um so uh, just to keep to give more color what i'm currently doing at 10x is called FPNA. So this stands for financial planning and analysis, and I will just call it FPNA from now. So um, this role has three pillars or keywords um, to be mindful of. So budgeting, forecasting, and secondly, decision support and management reporting. So um, if that's okay, I'd like to share what FPNA is and um, just illustrate a little bit about the job description. So, as for budgeting and forecasting, um, my job is to develop the operating and financial plan required to materialize management strategic plan. So without those financial considerations, any business plan would be just good on paper and picture perfect. And then as time goes by based on the actual performance, so FPA also keeps updating forecasts and provide variance analyses, um, and this kind of variance and other financial ana- analysis can be meaningful if these convey critical insight into the company's business drivers, risks, and opportunities. So they are delivered to senior staff in the format of management reporting. So hope this description makes sense to you all.
0: Yeah, definitely. So um, by, by looking at your LinkedIn, I noticed that you have been working or interned um, at uh, mostly like a big multinational company like Samsung, um, BCG, and Eli Leady. So now that you join a, a company that in, in terms of the size is much, much smaller, um, what would you say, what's the difference between working for a bigger company versus like a, a smaller size company? And what do you like the most? And what do you like the least about uh, working in a small size company?
2: Yeah, so I think the great thing um, I, I'm experiencing at 10X is working with many great leaders in finance. Um, they have work experience from many different industries, um, either big or small companies. It's not just limited to um, pharmaceutical or biotech med device industries, but also um, semiconductor, automotive, and many other industries. So their guidance on company expansion from startup to a big company and their insight into scalable solutions really help me understand what the company's way for should be like. So, I could not complain anything at all.
1: Oh, what about, what about some, if, there, if there's something you don't like working at the small company, is there something you can share with us? Oh. Yeah, to be honest,
2: I love the every aspect of the company. So <laughs> I'm not sure if that, I can give you a good answer for that. Um,
1: oh, no, that's a good, perfect answer as a working as a worker at 10X. So I know your work um, career path is more into corporate financial analyst. But, you know, I don't have much knowledge or some information about financial jobs. And when I'm thinking about financial related jobs, I'm thinking of investment banking or venture capital works. So could you explain a little bit more what's the difference between corporate financial, corporate financial analyst and like investment banking or some venture capital analyst? Yeah,
2: I think that's a great question. So I think many of MBA candidates will be asking the same questions um, when they're thinking about their future career. And I think um, one big difference is about the sense of ownership. So I think every um, career path that you just mentioned uh, are great. And I think um, having the sense of ownership and really being on the same boat together with other colleagues in the company, I think that's the beauty of working um, as a corporate fp analyst here at Tenex specifically, and I think when you join investment banks or um, working as a VC, VC associate, I think uh, you will be able to experience really diverse industries and really experience steep learning curve. Um, so I think there are really um, it's really up to your taste, yeah, what you like to do after you graduate.
0: Yeah. So now you have been working. Um, for ten x, around almost two years, and I'm sure like before you join the company, you must have a lot of like expectation um for working in the US. What's life looks like? So I'm wondering like after um almost two years, what's your anything surprised you? Anything that wasn't you expected um for as working in the US?
2: Well, um I thought you guys would be asking some easy questions, but I think, um, yeah, that's a great point. And um, <laughs> yeah, um, it's like being a new kid in the town. So um, when I first decided to pursue my career in the U.S., uh, it was like, um, my my mind was really, uh, I, I had a really open mindset. So um, whatever... Comes, I'll be able to, I was confident in my abilities to cope with any difficulties or um, any challenges that I'm going to face. But luckily uh, so far uh, from the beginning of the MBA years and then throughout internships, and ultimately uh, here at 10x I was really fortunate to be surrounded by people who are really inclusive and really, um, trying to understand the differences between um, myself and themselves. And they really supported throughout um, my time um, in Lily, in Fuqua, and in Tanek so far. So, yeah.
1: So, uh, I think you had a pretty good time in the U.S. and also your MBA experience. But I want to ask you, like, what... So, as, as Jayko mentioned, you worked there for two years. And I wonder if you had any challenges because of your international identity or because of your role, which is financial analyst. If there are some challenges, could you share with us?
2: Oh, yeah. So um, there are certainly um, challenges. So both specific challenges that I face, the biggest challenge that I'm trying to resolve is um, it's not really about the international um, students, but I'll, it's overall it's for general finance people. So the biggest challenge that I'm trying to resolve is the equation of first do the right things and second do things right. So as I, as as you mentioned, Tenex um used to be a startup and then it is now a public company. So we gotta be nimble to cope with operational challenges and provide analysis solutions, implement measures timely for the company to be really uh, be the first in class and best in class. But at the same time, um, there's a growing number of compliance requirements related to internal control, external reporting and all that. So I think um, that's the biggest challenge that I'm facing while working as a and analyst here.
1: Then how did you, or how have you overcoming those challenges?
2: Okay, so the biggest challenge that I'm trying to resolve as a p and analyst um, is solving the equation of two factors. The first one is do right things and second, um, do things right. So um, we got to be fast enough to deal with operational challenges and provide timely analysis solutions and implement measures for the company to be Uh, first-in-class and best-in-class, but at the same time, um, as we turned into public company from startup, there's a growing number of compliance requirements related to internal control, external reporting, and all all that. So um, I think the way to overcome uh, this kind of challenges is more of an art than rocket science to figure out the balance between two. So this requires your judgment, discretion, partnership with others, and communication all the time. So what I'm doing is just to go the distance and um, keep pushing and having go-getter mindset. And I think this is the case specifically for myself because I have a international background and English is my second language. So every time I try to address any business issues. I think I have to um, go through multiple processes in my brain. Um, So it's definitely a challenge, but if you have the right mindset to go get things done and also um, if you're trying to engage with others and learn from others, I think you'll be able to definitely cope with any challenges you might face.
0: Yeah, I think as a international student myself, I can definitely see the hurdle that um, how to communicate more effectively or more um, efficiently. Um, like you mentioned, um, it's like our mindset, our our mind is like a huge translator. So like English coming in, and then for me, it's like Mandarin, and then I'm thinking about Mandarin, and then translating to English. So that takes times, and um, I'm wondering. Especially now, like everything is moving from in person to virtual. I just want to ask you whether this change makes your job easier or harder.
2: Yeah, so it has been almost two years uh, since I started my position at 10X, and more than half of those days I've been working from home. So I started working from home last March, and I didn't expect this period to be this long. Um, (laughs) But you know what? um, What we're doing. Is basically sitting in front of the laptop and really punching the keyboard on spreadsheets. So basically, what I'm doing um, in the office and what I'm doing in my home is basically the same. So, um, and we can have constant communication with others via Slack, Zoom, or whatever means you have. So I think there's no uh, difficulties that I'm facing right now. So that means that I'm going to be the last one who be returned to the office, maybe. Hopefully, um I don't know. <laughs> we don't have any idea when. Be, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is really, it's something out of our hand. Like we cannot control this uh, this pandemic. But hopefully, soon that we will we can go back to uh, normal life. Not that going back to work in the office, but like more uh, likely we can go out and have fun and you know travel again. Uh, so. Um, I wanted to ask you because um, in previous episodes that most of our audience I'm sorry most of the guests who are um, currently working in uh, the more like a big or multinational companies in the US and from what I learned those companies tend to have a lot of resources that to help their employee who's, um who's coming from different backgrounds different cultural help them to be feel blend in or feel um, a sense of belonging um, but in your case, uh, working for ten X, it's it's a it's a, it's a size is much smaller. I'm wondering, is there any resources that the company provide can help you as an international employee to fill yourself um, blend into this um, U.S. culture? If not, how how do you um, kind of find the sense of belonging by yourself?
2: Oh, I can definitely say that the company offers really great resources for. Um, International um, people, Um, not just international. Uh, They are not treating me like someone outside the U.S., but I am getting treated just like the other um, U.S. workers. So I don't see any um, challenges as an international, um, uh, as a as a person who has international background. The company also offers many programs for diversity, and really, there is company wide initiatives. Um, so, I'm really uh, fortunate to be part of 10x and uh, this company is really um, getting bigger, and it is also um, growing many uh, company-wide efforts to um, help with people from diverse background
0: cultures. So, I feel like a lot of international students who are doing their job searching process, they have this tendency just focus on the big company because they believe that. Um, only big tech, big tech companies are willing to sponsor um, the visa for international students. But I see in your case, um, when you join the company, the Tengers, it's actually a startup. It wasn't like a public list company. So I feel like there's still a lot of opportunities for international students to explore um, in this startup um, sector. So I just want to ask you if that's the case and then w- would you encourage all the international students not only focus on the big company, but also, you know, looking into whatever company that is interesting, then even though it's a, it's a startup.
2: Yeah, sure thing. Um, so um, I've been reaching out um, when I was in second year, I've been reaching out to a lot of companies, including big and small companies and. um what I discovered at the time is really, um, for many cases, it's, it's really up to the discretion of HR or discretion of hiring managers. So don't hesitate to reach out and, um, ask questions. So not only big companies, but also some small companies, um, are definitely willing to sponsor you, um, for visas and potentially adjustment of the, the status. So, um, I strong, strongly recommend you reach out and ask for um, their input.
1: Yeah, I think always this visa issue for international students is really important because recently I was on the interview process of one company in the U.S. and I thought that company would sponsor international students, but it didn't actually. And I knew that like after finishing my first interview, so I was a little bit disappointed, but you know, like all everything has been everything changes and every company, even regardless of big company or a small company, it changes. So I think for international students when they are recruiting, just asking HR or the company directly is the best way to know about the status. But anyway, I really resonate with Yungi, when you say about 10x was really supportive about international, not only for international employees, but everyone, and I feel, so this is our, we already finished several interviews with our, uh, with different guests, and what I felt about U.S. companies is, they are having really different backgrounds, employees in their company, like, looking back, my experience on Korea, all of them is Korean. Like there is a no foreign people. So all of us have similar background, similar college, something like that. So there is a not many programs or some something that supports uh, employees. But however, in the U.S., I think um, naturally the U.S. has a lot of international people and different background people. So I feel many of the companies in the U.S. have really supported each other And maybe we don't need to worry about that much about our international identities when we are recruiting for companies. So now I'm wondering the connection, your experience in 10X and your MBA experience in Duke. So um, how do you think your Duke MBA experience helps you getting a job in 10X or like getting a perfect job in 10X?
2: Oh wow, that's a great question. Um, I think every bit of my MBA, MBA experience was crucial, um, but I think I can highlight two things first. Um, yeah, first of all, I think um, I think it's it's all about team learning experience. So uh, you know the team Fuqua, um, that means really much for me. So Fuqua has been running its legacy team building program called C Lead for several years and. Especially, I think I learned a lot from my teammates. Um, so their work ethic, professionalism, and most of all, um, their humor code and team spirit have been a really good standard of, uh, for me to achieve more in real world, so being top notch. And also, I think uh, I can highlight a few was in semester, part-time internship opportunities provided by the school. So the school has been maintaining great relationships with local partners, including startups, VCs, and Ps, And um, they offer really a lot of opportunities to broaden your work, work experience and skill set. So you can really tailor your resume uh, based on the opportunities
0: you get at school. Yeah, I think that's really helpful. Um, I know you're following basically your career path. Um, Bef- even before MBA now after MBA but i just want to highlight that for students who are career switcher i think those kind of resources is really helpful like you said you can tailor your resume um to make right. your, your your more fit into like the, the the whatever role you are interested in um so yeah. so things like and, um through yeah um, is mm-hmm.
2: oh yeah so i wanted to add that it's really important to get those internship opportunities like part time, um, whenever possible, because a lot of times throughout your recruiting process, um, maybe they will be asking for reference point um, at the very last step of your recruiting process. And um, my reference letters I got from those internships um, were really helpful, turned out to be really helpful. So I'm going to be forever grateful to their recommendation. (laughs) So yeah, and what they value when they look at your resume, who have, Um, international background, Um, they really value um, your commitment to gain work work experience in the U.S. And if you uh, put that in writing in your resume, I think they'll be recognized and really, um, yeah, it will make you as a really um, good candidate compared to others.
0: Right, right. I totally agree. So since like you, had a really, really great experience um, at Fuqua. So, but, you know, just in case, just hypothetically, if you're able to going back, you know, start your NBA again, what would you do differently or what would you do to more?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, personally, I don't want to turn back the time because I'm happy with what I got so far.
0: <laughs> and
2: my, my, my two years at Fuqua, it was like all out running. still. So, I did everything I could. <laughs> and if I could turn back the time, maybe, um, if I had the same kind of knowledge that I have and if I can, um, maintain the same kind of skill set that I have right now, then things could change. But, um, yeah, it's basically about getting to know about yourself better and put your efforts accordingly. So I think I would have done the same. Uh, even if I could turn back the time. But I can highlight that definitely MBA is, uh, was the best choice I ever uh, made in
1: my life. That's so um, interesting answers. Like you are really satisfied with your current situation, right?
2: Yeah, I'm really, I really wow, am,
1: I, yeah. I, I got jealous of you because... Cause I'm, I'm doing my full time recruiting now and I'm uncertain about my future. And like, I, I love my two years, almost two years of my experience at MBA, but sometimes I'm thinking of what if I don't get a job here or what if like my future is a little bit unclear. How do I think of my MBA or how would I say about my two years MBA experience? Cause I'm not sure about it. So I, I really
2: jealous yeah, of your
1: point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I mean, um, it's, it's like a long race. So it's like a marathon then a sprint. So I think it's sure, just sure. a matter of time. And I'm pretty sure you'll get to your destination ultimately. And I think it's <laughs> just a matter of timing and phasing. So, um, so what I, uh, I, I think I had the same kind of suffering as you are. Um, and what I, did was to try to make a routine, um, like a daily test that I had to perform. So if you make three good decisions or clear three action items a day, I think that was enough. So I think it's important to make it as your routine and really stick to it. So um, yeah, that's what I experienced in my second year.
1: Yeah, I will will follow your advice for my left. one and a half month of MBA period so this is our last question for all of our guests. So could you share some tips for current MBA students who want a full-time, want to get a full-time job here or whatever tips for international students?
2: Yeah, so I can uh, mention two things so um, I think looking back what I did during my MBA years, I think it was really important to do my own due diligence and do what I needed to do. So uh, I was trying to make the best of use of what uh, Fuco offered at the time. So uh, what I did was thinking about what I wanted to achieve and try to figure out the gap between what I had at the time versus um, what I need to get to achieve my goal. So I think MBA schools um, offer great opportunities to fill in the gap. So uh, let me share my story in my first year. So during my first year, I attended Ivy events to practice zip circles. And I was trying to get to know how to make interviews conversational um, because I could barely speak a single word in English. So um, I had hard time ordering a hamburger in five guys. And I also um, at time understanding um, what they're saying. So <laughs> um, that was what I was trying to do. And I also practiced casing um, to cope with any brain teasers or case cracking exercises. Some companies are asking to do during the interviews. So if someone else had seen me at the time, they would have thought that I was uh, half crazy not knowing what kind of career I want to pursue, post-MBA. But I had a really strong conviction that every bit of it would turn out to be beneficial. And it was true. So it was really important to believe in myself and just do what I needed to do, regardless of what others might say. So, um, And another tip I wanted to share is about just-in-time hire of campus recruiting. Oftentimes, um, you may want to pay attention to job description and really um, thinking about how to update your resume and how to prepare for your interview question answers to incorporate company specific jargons because um, they are really specific and adapted by hiring managers themselves. So, those job descriptions really contain the company's voice. So, um, if you can utilize those jargons they have. They will feel like really having a good conversation with you. um, When you actually have face to face conversation with them during the interview.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate for the both tips, which is really precious. And maybe someone who doesn't have MBA experience, never say about those things. So. Yoongi, thank you for your time today and we, we really appreciate uh, sharing your genuine stories with us today.
2: Yeah, happy to be proud of it. Um, thank you for having me here.
1: Today's show was with Yoongi Lee, a senior financial analyst at NextGenomics. Genomics. Thank you so much for listening to this week's show. You can find us through all major podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon. New episodes come out every Tuesday this time. Subscribe to our podcast, follow us on the Instagram, Facebook, and please share it with your friends. Stay tuned and see you next week.